Hey everybody, I'm here at Swamp Fest Eve Friday night with none other than GT's Ben Ward. So Ben, I want to ask you a few questions here. You told me a minute ago about how you actually got into the design space yeah. at BMX. I would love to dive deeper into that. Okay. Because it's you had a revelation of I can do this and BMX. Totally. And I think that that is something that everyone who rides needs to see because there's a lot of space out there that you might not think of totally. is still BMX. Absolutely. And that's something even yesterday we were talking oh. about that I have the crazy aspirational ideas and dreams of getting every brand to actually work together, set some standards in BMX for us to live by to try to strengthen and what we can do for our athletes and riders. But even bigger than that, a trade school type of a thing to tell, to teach kids of all the different aspects of the BMX world and industry you can go into as an employee. You don't just have to be a pro bike rider, you know. If you want to make a living, you could become a designer, an artist, you know, be really good at business, be, you know, really tech savvy. There's so many different places you can go into. Um, but for me, my joke always is when I talk about my past, I wanted to, be, I'm doing my dream job. This is what I wanted to do when I grew up. But there was two things. It was either be Indiana Jones or work in BMX. And my joke is that I'll figure out other ways to use whips in life. But BMX has been where I've landed. Um, and it was early on. Like from when I was a kid, I always, always tore bikes apart and wanted to understand, not just bikes, I tore everything apart. And my mom, I wouldn't get in trouble, but I was only the one threat. You better be able to put that back together. So that helped me figure out how things work, how it went back together. And growing up in the era of BMX, I started riding easily 83 is when the first time I jumped a bike, you know, so quite a long time ago, but I've grown through all the sick eras of BMX even to today. And I just like to sit back and understand how things work. I like to watch people and see how they work. Because to me, aesthetic, you know, BMX and parts is a lot more than just the aesthetics of stuff. You know, that's the sprinkling at the very end. But the function of it, what purpose does it serve? Um, when I worked for Odyssey, Chris Kotsonis, who's kind of the wizard behind the curtain over there. Hi, Fudgy. Uh, my first solo project I worked on for them, he was, I told him what I wanted to do, and he's like, he's like, it's a cool idea, but don't do it just for the sake of doing it. Do it for a reason. So I've always taken that with me. I was like, we need to do this. Why do we need to do this? So anything, especially with like our, the GT lineup, I'd say it's the meat and potatoes. It's the things that I know we could have a special offering for to service the customers that want to ride our stuff. Um, and that there's a lot of thought and working with team riders hand in hand, getting feedback, you know, talk, because everybody in our program are all riders, BMXers. So I value their feedback as much as anybody else first. So. Yeah, so, so how, there was that, that moment okay. realization. Let's talk yeah. about that. So Hillsboro, Oregon, I, born in Texas, grew up in Oregon. Um, and at the state fair, GT Air Show would come every year. And of course, I think maybe first year, I'm, I somehow snuck my bike into the fairgrounds to go watch the show. And I was the annoying little kid asking them all the questions. Um, and George Smoot was super duper nice. And not only like would he bring it home with the sickest nothing at the end of the show, you know, he was just a really cool, approachable guy. And as I got to know him, I learned that he was a student because, you know, you think of your heroes, everybody that's older than you is a grown up and an adult. Now I think that they, we were all children, <laughs> really, at the end of the day, you know. Um, but, you know, he was a, a college student going to school for engineering. 
and that was always hugely impressionable to me because of course our parents always hey I'd like for you to go to school I'd like for you to pursue this and especially back then in the early 90s you know a career in BMX was a very tall order and it was extra extra rare you know um, but it was something that I just all of the knowledge I learned from school I always guided it in a way to where I could at least make parts for myself you know and start out working in machine shops doing things for the computer industry and at nighttime because I ran the swing shift I would make BMX parts or modify stuff always you know and those things started making it onto other brands you know I would modify a part from somebody and they're like oh that's awesome can we use it sure because a friend would ride for them and it was just all my best friends in Portland Oregon scene starting to get sponsored and making contacts that way and I never cared about being sponsored or getting free parts because I always got the hand-me-downs and that was good enough for me but just trying to get my foot in the door to get maybe a job in bikes and that's eventually how I landed my first job at Odyssey I had a long career already of bike part design and I had enough for a resume my high school senior project was designing a bike company my college high school or my college senior project I just updated and modified my high school senior project uh, and so everything I did was always a focus to do what I get to do today you know so that's it I tell people um, you know just know what you want to do and just learn everything you can that will help you do that one day you know and I was just talking to Joss about you know everybody thinks just when you get a job in BMX all of a sudden it's all sunshine and rainbows and partying and this and that it's like a job's a job period doesn't matter what you do a job's a job and you have to realize some days it's gonna be a bummer but you know it's kind of worth it it's the sacrifices we make because of BMX that makes it all worth it and that's what makes it special but you know we've seen people come in to be the sticker sticker guy at places and just like slack off show up late leave early disappear you're like hey I get it we're a laid-back bike company but this is still a job we still rely on you to get this done in a certain amount of time so it's understanding that work is work period sometimes it's just a lot more fun <laughs> right. so how long have you been at GT uh, going on eight years eight years I took over 2014 I talk a lot when I talk about team stuff and everything, okay. how well-rounded GT's team is Thanks, and, and how many different people from all over yeah. are involved with GT. So was that your vision going into it? Because I know that you were there first. Now is Jeff yeah, Jeff's brought involved. 100%. So, you know, I got to, I've gotten to do a lot of things. I've worked for the best brands. You know, first was with Odyssey Sunday G Sport very early stages of Fairdale with Taj which was dream stuff you know and then went to work for Moeller to brand manage fit and then kind of just became the in-house designer for or all things at the building be it other brands manufacturing um, and did a lot of fun stuff there and helped guide that team program but at GT it was the first time when it was 100% my say and even the team thought I was crazy because the pairings didn't really make make a lot of sense to them and it wasn't until we did a trip to Taiwan in like 2017 where we brought in Rob Wise as a surprise guest because he had kind of stepped back from BMX, let his body heal, and he was ready to get you know back on a trip. So we, I surprised Rob. It was BK, uh, Dan Conway, I think Albert. And that's when I started kind of 
stepping back a little bit more and more. And of course, uh, Z was there on that trip to shoot the photography because that became my trick when I moved away from California. Jeff's my best friend. So I just hired him every opportunity I can so that somebody else could pay for us to go on cool BMX trips, you know. Um, but on that trip, I just let, that was the first time really bringing the team all together. And we were working on our seriously fun full length video. Um, and when they're all hanging out and watching how nobody really overlapped each other, everybody enhanced each other. They go to a spot and completely unique different things would happen at one spot. And they themselves finally got what I was seeing you know and it was exactly that I just wanted a really well-rounded group of people but it was something I learned actually from Moeller was you want a team full of people that you want to be on the road with you know a, a team full of friends um, so I took a lot of those learnings to heart I mean I got to work for the best brands in my beginning so I took everything I learned there because this was finally my thing you know and now it's you know there's a, you know got Brendan next to me here who helps out on the marketing side um, and he helps, you know, out with Jeff a lot. And then we have Z concentrating on managing the team, make sure they have everything they need and doing all of the video projects and everything, kind of heading that up for us. And then I get to concentrate a lot more on the product stuff and just kind of overall business and direction of how we're moving. Um, it's, it hasn't been easy. Yeah. When you go from doing everything by yourself, it's hard to start letting go of the reins, even if, when it's people you love with all your heart and trust like no other it's your baby you know what I mean so that's I mean the last two years has been its own challenge in itself but it's also made the transition a little bit tougher in figuring out how we're getting through it and this is the first real trip that we've all been on together we've done some little things here and there but this is the first time we're like kind of all hands on deck we don't necessarily have the whole team here but it's the first real thing us all coming together to work together um so it's been fun it's a fun learning experience for sure you know yeah are things kind of where you envisioned them to be when you back for, for sure like you know i had the first five-year plan and of course that was up funny enough in 2020 when everything shut down and went backwards of course um momentum for us at the time and it still is was insanely like in a good direction like we went into holiday 2019 sold out of product so when covid hit we weren't sitting on inventory we were already sold out so all of the crazy sales records that we got to get from there was a lot more natural business rather than covid business mm -hmm. you know um and like our chart like a lot of brands wasn't like steadily and then just skyrocketed we already had a really solid positive you know momentum so that uptick that we had for 2020 21 it was it was up but it wasn't as drastic as some other people might have seen right um and then it's just been hard because i joke that i would love for us to be more of like a media brand where we just happen to have some products but we just do cool trips cool videos get out and see the people get to connect with riders again um, and that was the biggest change that i still want to get going again like our first year for swamp fest we did this thing called Fantastic Voyage that was a lot of fun. And instead of sneaking into towns and getting clips, we blew up our own spot. We told people where we were at. We wanted people to come crash our sessions and hang out with the guys. And that was super positive for us, doing shop stops. Um, and shop stops are always a lot of fun. 
you know, and doing a trip that's intentional for shop stops only instead of like doing one in the middle of other things. Um, it was sick just to go connect with people because I miss that hands-on connection with bike riders. Like the way I got inspired to do what I've done my whole life wasn't happening anymore because the tours weren't happening anymore. And I still hope that we can get back to that. And, you know, they have another West Coast tour that kicks off next week, starting with Sea Otter. You know, so this is kind of the warm up for a whole other thing that's about to happen again. So that's what I, you know, that's, you know, trying to figure out what the next phase is. Yeah. Products in a great place. The team, you know, is moving in a rad direction and we're starting to announce like our next generation of riders like Parker. Not Parker, but <laughs> I see, I've got mom brain, so I get all my kids mixed up nowadays. <laughs> I tell Jeff's, Jeff's the team dad, and I'm the team mom. I think that's how it's arranged. <laughs> it, it flip flops a lot, but uh, but with getting, um, you know, just the entire new team, it's just a rad new group of people, and it's all kind of naturally come together. Um, people coming to us wanting to talk, you know, to ride for us, which is amazing. Yeah or friends bringing people to us and when it's just obvious like yes absolutely this person or finally getting to meet them you know that's been the biggest thing and important to me when you build a team program is meeting a person in person not just that cold reach out online hey dude you want some free stuff and rep us um you know when you join our crew you're truly joining a family you know because the gt brand maybe we're up to 12 people on a big day for like brand for all aspects of the brand and we have a number of you know people kind of around the world but like the core group we're yeah. a pretty small team of people for what we do with gt so i'm excited for the future you know a lot of big changes going on in our business because we just have a new owner now um so the future is looking really bright and positive like we were already in a good place but with yeah. this new ownership you know they're bike people and they want to see gt flourish so like you know to see our mountain bike side and our bmx side you know we're one of the only brands that truly has core sick product that across the entire spectrum you know from a hardcore bmx thing to like full-on gnarly mountain bike stuff um, so we're in a unique position and you know they're they're intermingling the mountain bikers and the bmxers on this next road trip um, and that's something we've talked about for years because a lot of our young up-and-coming mountain bike guys are all so BMX influenced and they probably do crank flips and not kick flips but uh, but yeah it's, it's just an exciting time for us because you know 2020 we had so many plans as a brand and everything had to get put on hold so now we're starting to breathe again and we're like all right let's get back to it right right absolutely that's all cool to hear thanks man uh, I like hearing that a new owner is bringing positive change. Hundred percent. Usually, whenever you hear about new owners, it's not. Yeah. No, nah, I mean it can be nerve-wracking for people. I've gone through this, not in BMX, but like in the computer industry when I used to work over there. Been there, done that, and those ones never went well. Um, so this one's been a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So I'm really excited for the future, and I think everyone is. So, if somebody who wants to get involved with the BMX industry or wants to work in BMX yep. but has no idea how to do it, what would, what would your advice be to that person? You know, I'd like to say that knowing people and having contacts isn't important, but there's a fair amount of it there because it's just no different than interviewing or applying for a job, your references, you know? And like me, I was fortunate enough to meet enough people along the way. I'd put on enough of my own events. To me, that's the biggest thing. 
is starting local. If you want to get involved in BMX, it's, you're absolutely fully empowered to do so. If you don't have a skate park in your town, find a local bike shop, find a local civic group that are down to loan you a parking lot and just put together a casual little event. Get people together and that's you fully in control of being a part of the yeah. industry. You know, everybody wants to be big and work for a brand immediately, but it starts locally, you know, and that's where you start to get to meet people and start to make those friendships and connections and going to events. <laughs> and yeah, just go to events, you yeah. know what I mean? And just be nice, be cool. Don't expect things of people. Yeah. Um, and it all, that's where it, it all starts there. You know, that's why an event like Swamp Fest is so important because this is a place where anybody can come and be an arm's reach away from anybody and anybody can say hello to somebody. And everyone here is so approachable, you know, and that's yeah. pretty cool, pretty sick. Like, how many times, you know, have you, has a kid seen a Trey Jones video? And you can come here and meet Trey and look at all the hard work he's put in. Yeah. You know, it's, these types of events are the most special, you know. Yeah. The X Games and all that stuff, they have their place and they're cool, but either have to really know somebody there or spend whatever money it costs to get in there and you're not going to have that kind of actual contact with people you know? right so so real quick here in our conversation i've kind of feel i've have a little insight here and in the conversation of if you want to get involved with bmx yeah. what i've learned through talking with you is like figure out what you're good at outside of bmx and what you enjoy outside of bmx and then it seems like usually there's a way to offshoot that into BMX, whether it's design, digitally, video, pictures, or engineering, uh, product design type stuff, that kind of thing, find that and develop that and figure out how to, you know, take that towards BMX. Then you come to an event like this, and you can say, look, I did this. Yep. And one thing I know we need in BMX is photographers, photos don't get used as much as they used to. And I'm hoping we can change that and find ways to make photography an important part of what we do again. But even just video guys. Mm -hmm. So the amount of times I talked to Jeff was like, are there any new up and coming video kids? And the answer is generally no. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people have pivoted, rightly so, you know, the same way that you've pivoted to having your channel and creating some really cool content that you really enjoy doing. You know, but even doing something like that plants the seeds and helps you learn that part of the business, which ask this dude next to me is absolutely an important <laughs> part of the business nowadays. There is no yeah. one way to do good business anymore. You need to be good a little bit of everything, you yeah. know, and it's, you know, it's just like in BMX, like there's nothing wrong with becoming a very specific type of street rider or only riding trails or only riding mini ramp or any of that type of stuff. You know, some of the people we love the most were well-rounded people. And there's nothing wrong with being a specialist, but in a job like this, where sometimes you might be the only person doing it, being as well-rounded as possible helps. And then when you start getting help, you know how to communicate your needs to those people to ensure the end product that you're looking for happens. You know, so there's, this is one of those instances where there's no such thing as a dumb question ever. If you get a chance to meet a hero that does something you like, and it's not crazy and it feels like they have the time ask them the questions and then yeah, don't be afraid to go up to somebody and say hi and introduce yourself and 
let them know what your interests are and maybe not that first time you meet will it give you all the answers you're looking for but the second time you run into them you already have a base set to have that little bit digger deep of a conversation um, and I don't use social media as much anymore but you know when I would get kids reaching out to me how do I do this how do I do that I always found the time to try to give a guidance wherever I could and it always is start locally put on an event locally and see if you can deal with that yeah. <laughs> because there's also doing that is one thing but also learn how to manage the stress of it or manage it any you know it's just a great way to start you know and you find your own method of doing things which is really important because there is no one way right it's freestyle still no matter what yeah, you yeah. know so um yeah it's bikes man bikes are fun bikes are cool Bikes and, are the best thing ever. Yeah, and I'm excited for the future generation of kids because they're growing up doing everything. And I'm hoping a lot of that biases we might have grown up dealing with goes away more and more and more. And I think it's just making for a better, you know, future for us. Like the fact that, you know, we've got the skateboarders here at Swamp Fest for the first time this year because it's just mutual respect <laughs> between us and them. And like watching them session and get fired up by watching the dude shred on bikes and it's just like there's no room for kind of that pettiness anymore you know we have enough stuff dividing us nowadays but you know four wheels two wheels whatever you're on like just coming together and finding the stoke that's same what it's about 100 percent. all the same club. we're all looking for the same thing at the oh, end of the yeah. day man well, Ben, it's been great talking yeah, to you. Where can people find by. you online? Uh, ben underscore Ward. I don't guarantee I'll post, but I fill my stories up. It'll be a lot of shots of me just pedaling a big bike around town. Cool, man. Trying to quell the anxiety <laughs> and just yeah. get out and find some fun. Right. Sounds like GT's in a good place. I'm appreciate glad to talk. It, and, uh, Thank you so I appreciate much. your time. Absolutely. You. Have a sick swamp fest. <laughs>